Shas Illuminated presents the following shir by Rabbi Eliezer Sherwinter. Meseches Ksubis has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Shlomo Naiman, Le'ilo Nishmas, Rabbi Yaakov ben Matis Yehozatzal, and Chaya Bas Pesach. We are now Be'ezus Hashem up to the Gemara and Daf Pei which begins with the Gemara before on the bottom of Daf Pei Daurama base. The Gemara brings down the following Maisa with Yemar Bar Choshu. The Yemar Bar Choshu have a Masuk Be'zuzi Bahu Gavra. There was a person that owed Yemar Bar Choshu money. Shachiv Veshavik Arba. The person who owed Yemar Bar Choshu money was Nifter. Veshavik Arba, and he left over an Arba. He left over a boat. Yemar Bar Choshu told his Shuyach, Zil Tav Son Yahweh, go be Tafis that boat for me, for the money that is owed to me. Ozal the Shuyach went, Tav Son was Tafis the boat. Pogubera Papa Vavuna Breda Vishua Omrule they told the Shuiach at Tefisa Balchoiv Bimokim Shechavla Kherim. Your Tfisa is a Tfisa Bimokim Shechavla Kherim. You're causing a loss to other Bale Khivin. The Omarabiechanon at Tefis Wabalchoiv Bimokim Shechavla Kherim Waikana. Rabbi Yechanan said, if someone is teifes for a balchayv, and his tfisa is chav l'acherim, his tfisa causes a loss to other balchayvin, such a tfisa is loikana. As Rashi explains, the lav kolk minei lachov zek de liskei From Rashi one sees that the reason why we say that teifes of balchayv b'mokhim shechav l'acherim loikana is because we say that the Teifes, the one who is Teifes, even though the one who is Teifes has a mind to be Zeicha for one of the Baalei we say, Lav Kol Kaminei. The Teifes has no right to be Zeicha for one if his Chia for one of the Baalei will cause a loss for the other Baalei From our Gemara, one sees as Teifes is Medayik, and so too we find in other Rishenim, that the Allah of Teifes of Al-Chayv and Mokim Shechav applies even to where one of the Ba'i Chayvin made this Teifes into a Shuiach. Over here in Argamara, Yemar Bar Chashu made a Shuiach to be Teifes the Arba for him. And still Argamara says that the Tfis of the Shuiach does not help since there is a lot of teifes of al-chayv b'mokim shechav l'acheru m'aykana. Teisvis and other Rishenim ask from our Gemara on that that we find in Rashi and Bav Metziah daf Yodam and Aleph. Rashi and Bav Metziah daf Yodam and Aleph says that the only time there is a problem of a teifes of al-chayv b'mokim shechav l'acheru m'aykana is only where there was no minu shuichos. If the Baal-chayv actually went and was memana shuiach, then there is no problem of Teifes of Al-Chayv b'mokim shechav l'acherim. L'chayr in our Gemara one clearly sees that the problem of Teifes of Al-Chayv b'mokim shechav l'acherim is applicable even to a case where there was an actual minoy shuichos. The Ktsuis and Simen Kofes of Katan Aleph explains the Shita of Rashi as follows. That the Rashi holds that the only time there is a problem of Teifes of Al-Chayv b'mokim shechav l'acherim is only where there is no actual minoy shuichos. If there was a minoy shuichos, then there is no problem of taifes about chayv v'mokim shechav v'acherim, is because Rashi understands that the problem of taifes about chayv v'mokim shechav v'acherim only applies 
to where the Teifes is coming to be Zeicha for the Baal Chayv. Where the Teifes is coming to be Zeicha for the Baal Chayv with the parasha of Zachin wa Adam Shaloi Befanov. Besides, for the Alacha of Shuichos, there is a second parasha as the Gmorin Kedushan Daf Membesam and Aleph learns out, which is the parasha of Zachin wa Adam Shaloi Befanov. That someone can go and be Zeicha for something for someone else even without an actual minoy shlichos. Only as far as the parish of Zachin wa Adam Shalei Bafanov do we say that there is a problem of Teifes about Chayv b'makim shechav l'achirim. As the Ktsais explains, if this Chia involves a chav l'achirim, such as Chia is not called as Chia Gemura, and only as Chia which is considered as Chia Gemura that does not involve a chav l'achirim, do we say Zachin wa Adam Shaloi Befanov? But that is only as far as the parish of Zachin wa Adam Shaloi Befanov is concerned. If there was an actual Mine Shlichos, then the Shliach can go and be Teifes Rebalchayv, even though it is Chabacherim. Because then his Tvisa is not working with the parish of Zachin wa Adam Shaloi Befanov. But rather, Zachiah is working because he is an actual Shliach. And we say Shulchay Shal Adam Kemaisai. That is how the Ktsais explains the Shita of Rashi. But if one looks carefully at Rashi, and Rashi one sees a different Mahalech, in that that we say that the only time there is a Chsarn of Teifes of Al-Chayv b'mokim shechav is only if there was no actual Minoy Shlichos. Again, Rashi explains that that we say Teifes of Al-Chayv b'mokim shechav al-chayim is because it is lav kol kamine lochov zek de The face does not have a koyach to be zeicha for one if his chia for one will cause a chay for someone else. But that is only if the face is the one who is being zeicha for the baal chayv. On the other hand, by shuichos that we say shulchay shal adam kemaisai. And therefore, it is considered as if the Mishaleach himself is being Zeicha. As far as the Mishaleach's right to be Zeicha, there is no Chisarin of Chav Lacherim. Mishaleach has a right to be Zeicha, even if his Zechia will be a Chav Lacherim. And therefore, by Shuichos, that we apply the rule of Shulchei Shaladim Kamaisai. And it is considered as if the Mishaleach himself is the one who is being Zeicha, for that reason, Rashi understands that as far as Shlichos is concerned, there is no chesorin of teifes of al-chayv b'mokim shechav l'achayim. With this, one can answer the kasha that we find in Teisvis and Gitin Dafidala from a base. Teisvis and Gitin asks the following kasha on Rashi. How can Rashi explain that the only time that we apply the rule of teifes of al-chayv b'mokim shechav l'achayim is only where there was no actual Mine Shlichos. Only where one is using the parish of Zachin wa Adam Shalei Befanov. Only then do we say that Lachav Teifis of Al-Chayv B'mokim Meshachav Al-Chayim Aikana L'Chayra Zechiyah works Mitam Shlichos. And since Zechiyah works Mitam Shlichos, if by Shlichos itself there is no problem of Teifis of Al-Chayv B'mokim Meshachav Al-Chayim, so too by Zechiyah which works Mitam Shlichos, we should also say that there is no problem of Teifes of Al-Chayv b'mokim shechav l'achayim. Based on what we said before, one can answer Teisus' kash as follows. That even if we are to say that Zechia works mitam shuichos, 
Still, as Abach Bari explains in Kiddushan Semenyod, there is a fundamental difference between Zechia and Shuichos. The way Shuichos works is that we see as if the Mishaleach himself is the one who is being Zeicha. Since there is a rule of Shuchai Shal Adam Kemaisai. On the other hand, by Zechia, even if we are to say Zechia Mitam Shuichos, the way Zechia works is that we say that the one who is doing the Maisa Zechia, he is the one who is being Zeicha for his Chaver. And for that reason, only by Shuichos that we say Shuchai Shal Adam Kemaisai. That it is the Mishaleach who is being Zeicha, then we say that there is no problem of Teifes of Al-Chayv b'mokem shechav l'acherem. On the other hand, by Zechia, that it is the one who is doing the Maise Zechia who is being Zeicha l'chaveray, then we say that if his Zechia involves a Chav l'acherem l'av kol k'minei, he doesn't have the ability to be Zeicha for one person if his Zechia involves a Chav l'acherem. That is a khari how one can answer Teisvis's kasha and getin. Now getting back to the shita of Teisvis and the other Rishenim, who understand that the rule of Teisvis of Al-Chayv b'mokem shechav al-chayrim applies both to Zechia and to Shuichos, and even where there was an actual minu Shuichos, we still say that the Shuiach cannot go and be Teisvis if his Tfisa is chav al-chayrim. One has to understand why not. We should apply the rule of Shulchei Shaladam Kamaisai. One can explain the Shita of Teisvis and the other Rishenim in one of two ways. Either one can say that Teisvis and the other Rishenim understand that it is not possible to be Mamana Shliach to be Teisvis. And if one went and was Mamana Shliach to be Teisvis, the Minu Shlichas will not work. And he will not be considered the Shliach of the Mishaleach. He will not be considered the shliach of the Baal Chayv. That that one cannot be memana shliach to be teifes can be explained in one of two ways. Either one can explain based on that that we find in teifes and above metziah dafayin aleph from a base, and so too in the ran and above metziah dafayin base from an aleph. That there is a rule that in order to be considered a shliach, one needs shulchay shabal hamomen which Teisvis understands to mean that one has no right to go make a shuyach to take away someone else's money. The Ran, on the other hand, as a Machna Ephraim, in Zechio Matona Simen, who Gimel explains, understands that in order to make a shuyach, one needs to be the shuyach of the Bala Momen. Only the Bala Momen has a right to make a shuyach. And as the Machina Ephraim explains, Tesis and the Ran argue, as far as one can make a Shriach to be Zechen something Minahefker. According to the understanding of Tesis, the only time one needs the Baal moment is only to say that one cannot make a Shriach to take away someone else's money. On the other hand, to be Zechen Minahefker, anyone can make a Shriach to be Zechen Minahefker. Since Chiyam and Ahavka does not entail taking away someone else's money, therefore anyone can make such a Shriach. On the other hand, the Ran understands that 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 one needs Shulchei Shabbat is Allah, that only the Baal himself can make a Shriach regarding his money. And therefore the Ran understands that as far as something which is ownerless, as far as a Chayfet Shalhafker, no one can make a Shriach to be Zeicha and a Chayfet Shalhafker. Since no one is the Bala Mammon on that Chayfet Shalhafker.
So again, both the Ran and Tashis understand that at least as far as being Zeicha from someone else's money, one cannot make a Shliach. And therefore, one can explain that for that reason, the Rishayim understands that the Allah of Taifis of Al-Khayv b'mokim shechab l'acherim applies even to where there was an actual Mino Yishlichos. Since he is sending a Shliach to be Taifis, someone else's money, therefore he has no right to make such a Shliach. And for that reason, the Rishayim understands that the Allah of Taifis of Al-Khayv b'mokim shechab l'acherim l'ikana applies even to where there was an actual Mino Yishlichos. Since again, that Mino Yishlichos does not work. That is one way with which one can explain the reason why the Rishenim understand that the Shlichos is not considered a Shlichos. Another way with which one can explain the reason why the Shlichos is not considered a Shlichos is based on that that we find in the Pnei Yeshua, in our Sugya, that the Pnei Yeshua explains that the reason why the Shlichos is not a Shlichos is because we say, Ein Shliach Dvar Avera. Sending a Shliach to be Tefis, B'mokem Shachav La'acherim is considered a Dvar Avera. Either the Dvar Avera is as the Ktsais and Simon Kofei explains. That the fact itself, that the Tfisa has been Chav La'acherim, that itself is considered a Dvar Avera. Or as the Pnei Yeshua himself explains, that since, as we weren't in our Mishnah, there is a lochav inosnu l'kayishal shabahen. If the Baal who sent a shriach to be teifes is not the kayishal shabahen, is not the weakest among who is owed money to. Therefore, his shriachos to be teifes is in conflict with a lochav our Mishnah inosnu l'kayishal shabahen. And that is why it is considered a dvar avera. And since there is a lachav in shriach dvar aveira, for that reason we will say that the shuichos is not considered a shuichos. And since the shuichos is not considered a shuichos, the only way the tfisa can work is only with the parasha of zachin la'adam shaloi b'fanav that the teifes is being zeicha for the balachayv. And it is for that reason that we apply the lachav teifes of balachayv b'makim shachav la'acherim laikana. One afkamina, between the two reasons that we mentioned before, to explain why the shuichos is not considered a shuichos, either because one needs shuichai shabal hamomen, one cannot make a shuichach to take away someone else's money, or because we say that there is a lachav in shuichach advar aveira and toifes abal chayiv b'mokem shachav la'acherim is considered advar aveira, is as we find in the Nesivis and Simen Kofes of Katan Aleph. The Nesiva says an Afkamino will be as far as one's Chotzer. That that a Chotzer of a person is Kainah for the Bala Chotzer is because the Chotzer is considered the Shliach of the Bala Chotzer. Now let's say we would have a Shaila for Chotzer could be Zeicha for the Bala Chotzer b'mokem Shechav L'Acherim. If one is to understand that the reason why the Shlichos is not considered a Shlichos is only because of the problem of Enshiach Advar Avera, that that there is a problem of Enshiach Advar Avera does not apply to Chatzar. As the Gemara of Metziah Daf says, that as far as Chatzar itself is concerned, even though the way Chatzar works is Mitam Shlichos, still a Chatzar will be considered the Shliach of the Baal Chatzar, even for Advar Avera. And therefore, according to the Pnei Yeshua, a chotzer would be able to be zeicha for the bala chotzer even where this chia involves a chavla But that is only if one is to understand 
that the reason why the Shuichos is not considered a Shuichos is because we say ain't Shuichadvaravera. On the other hand, if one is to understand that the reason why the Shuichos is not considered a Shuichos is because one needs Shuichadvaravera, that Chesaran will apply even to Chatzar. And therefore, Chatzar will not be able to be Zeicha for the Bala Chatzar if the Zechia involves a Chav Lacherim. So again, according to the first Mahalach in the Sheets of Teisvis and the other Rishenim, it comes out that both Rashi and the Rishenim agree that had the Teisvis been considered a Shriach, there would not be a problem of Teisvis where Baal Chayv b'mokim shechav l'acherim. The only Machlekes between Rashi and the other Rishenim is that the Rashi understands that it is possible to make the Teifes into a Shriach. On the other hand, the Rishenim understand that it is not possible to make the Teifes into a Shriach. On the other hand, we find another Mahalach in the Sheet of Teifes and the other Rishenim. Baruch Ber and Berkashmuel and Gittin and Simon and brings down the following Pshat B'Shem Rebisar Zalman. That Rebisar Zalman explains that the Sheet of Teifes and the other Rishenim is not because they understand that the teifes cannot be considered a shliach, but rather, even if the teifes is considered a shliach, still the teifes has no right to go and be teifes of al-chayv b'mokam shechav l'acherim. As Ibn Zalman explains, that teifes and the other rishenim understand that even where the teifes is a shliach, Still, it is not considered as if the Mishaleach is the one who is doing the actual Zechia. But rather we say no. That it is the Shliach who is being Teifes who is doing the actual Zechia. He is the one who is being Zecha for the Baal Chayv who is the Mishaleach. And therefore we apply the rule of Lav Kol Kaminei. Just like Rashi understands by every Zechia. We say that the Teifes who is being Zeicha for the Baal Lav Kol Kaminei Lizkais Lazev Lachov Lazev. So too, even if the Teifes is a Shliach, since he is the one who is being Zeicha for the Mashaleach, we say that Teifes of Baal Chayv B'mokim Shechav L'Acherim Le'Kana. According to the Pshat of Rabbi Zalman, it comes out that the Machlikes between Rashi and the other Rishenim is how to understand Shlichos. That that we say, Do we look as if the Mishaleach is the one who is doing the actual Zechia? As Rameir Simcha and Perak Beis Mihochas Ishos explains, that the Shriach is the Yoda Richta of the Mishaleach, and we see as if the Shriach is an extension of the Mishaleach, and whatever the Shriach does is as if the Mishaleach is doing that actual Maisa which is the Shitsa of Rashi, and for that reason Rashi understands that where there is a Minir Shrikas, there is no Chesarn of Teifes of al since we see as if the Mishaleach himself is the one who is being Zeicha, or do we say no? That even where there is an actual Shriach, we do not consider the Shriach as an extension of the Mishaleach, but rather we say that it is the Shriach that is doing this Chiyah. And it is through the Zechiyah of the Shriach, that is how the Mishaleach is Zeicha. And since the Shriach is the one who is doing the Zechiyah, for that reason, Tesis and the other Rishenim understand 
that there is a chesaron of toifes about choiv b'makom shachav la'cherem. Now, getting back to Rishonim's kasha from our Gemara on the Shita of Rashi, the Rishonim from our Gemara one sees that even though Yemar bar Choshu made a shliach, still the Gemara says that there is a problem of toifes about choiv b'makom shachav la'cherem. We find a number of eitzes in the Achreinim. I would like to mention three of the eitzes that we find to be miyashiv the Shitza of Rashi. The first eitzes is that that we find in the Shach and Simon Kofes of Katan Aleph. The Shach says that that the Rashi understands that by a shliach there is no problem of teifes about chayiv, but mokim shachav la'achirim is only by a specific type of a shliach. Only where one went and hired a shliach and paid the shliach money to be teifes. Only then could the shliach go and be teifes about chayv, even b'mokim shachav la'achirim, as the shach explains. That since one is paying the shliach, the shliach is considered the poyal of the mishaleach. He is the mishaleach's worker. And since he is the worker of the mishaleach, therefore we say yad poyal, the hand of the worker is considered as if it is the hand of the Balabayas. Only then does Rashi understand that a Shriach, such a Shriach, could go and be Teifis of Balachayv. On the other hand, Rashi agrees to the other Rishenim that a regular Shriach cannot go and be Teifis of Balachayv, b'mokim shachav la'cherem. And therefore in our Gemara, the Yemar Bar Choshu made a regular Shriach. He did not hire the shliach. He did not pay the shliach. This shliach is not the pile of Yemar Bar Choshu. And for that reason, Rashi agrees that even though he is a shliach, still there is a problem of teifes of al-chayv b'mokim shachav l'achayrim. this teret of the shach is based on that that the shach understands that the reason why a shliach does not work is as we explained before b'shem r'bisr zalman. That even where one has a shriach, still there is a problem of teifes of al-chayv b'mokim shechav l'achirim, because we do not see the shriach as an extension of the balabayas. But rather we say that the shriach is the one who is being zeicha for the balabayas. And therefore the shach says that if one went and hired the shriach and paid the shriach money and now the shriach is the pile of the balabayas, then we say Yad Poyok Yad Balabayas, and the Yad of the Poyok is an extension of the Balabayas. And therefore it is considered as if the Balabayas himself is being Zaycha. And for that reason the Shach explains that according to Rashi by such a Shliach, who is considered an extension of the Balabayas, will we say that he can be Teifes of Al-Chayv, Afiru B'mokim Shachav L'Acherim. That is the first Teretz that we find that Achreinim say to be Miyash of the Shita of Rashi. The second Teret that we find in the Achreinim is based on that that we said before, that the Rishonim understand that the reason why Shrichos does not help in Mokim Shechav La'achirim is because he is not considered a Shriach, since one needs a Baal in order to make a Shriach. According to that Pshat, one can say as follows, the Rashi also agrees. That there is a loch of shul baal hamamin. Just Rashi understands that if the baal chayv goes and makes a shliach to be teifes money that is owed to him, as far as money that is owed to him, he is considered the baal hamamin. 
But that is only as a Machna Ephraim explains if the Tfisa is taking place as long as the Loive is still alive. As long as the Loive is still alive, the Metaltalin by the Loivar Meshubit to the Malve. And since the Metaltalin, as long as the Loive is still alive, are Meshubit to the Malve, for that reason we say that the Malve is considered the Baal Hamamun of those Metaltalin. Since the metal to an armor should be to him. On the other end, in our Gemara, that we are talking about a case that the Tfisa is taking place after the Misa of the Leva. Once the Leva is no longer alive, the metal are no longer considered Meshubid. And since the metal are no longer Meshubid, for that reason, the Malva is not considered the Baal on those metal He's only considered the Baal as long as he has some sort of a Kenyan in the Metaltalin. But that is only as long as the Metaltalin are Meshubit. Once the Metaltalin are no longer Meshubit, he is no longer considered the Baal and therefore his Shlichos is not considered a Shlichos. And for that reason, Yemar Bar even though Yemar Bar made a Shliach, that Shlichos is not considered a Shlichos since Yemar Bar is no longer the Bala Mamen on those Metaltalin. That is the second Mahalach with which one can answer the Kasha of the Rishonim from Argamar on the Shita of Rashi. The third Mahalach is that that we find in the Nesivis and Simen Kofes of Katan Aleph. The Nesivis answers Rashi as follows. The Nesivis explains that 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 one needs Shulchai Shabalamamun is as we explained according to Teisvis. That one cannot go and make a Shriach to take away someone else's money. And if one makes a Shriach to take away someone else's money, that Shrichos is not considered a Shrichos. But that is only if one is making a Shriach to take away someone else's money. And therefore the Nesivis explains that by a regular Tfisa of Metaltalin, as long as the Loive is alive, that the Metaltalin are anyways Meshubit to the Malva, by the Malva being Teifes, those Metaltalin, it is not considered as if he is taking away money from the Loive, since the Loive still has a right to go and tell the Malva, give me back my Metaltalin and I'll pay you money instead of the Metaltalin. For that reason we say that with the Malva's Tfisa, he is not taking anything away from the Loive. The Metaltalin were anyways Meshubit to the Malva. And even after the Tfisa, the Loiva still has a right to go and pay him money and receive back the Metaltalin that the Malva was Tefis. For that reason, Rashi understands that since the Tfisa is not taking away money from the Loiva, therefore the Malva has a right to make a Shriach to go be Tefis Metaltalin from the Loiva. But again, that is only as long as the Loiva is still alive. Once the Loive is no longer alive, that with the Tfisa one is coming to create a Shibud. Once the Loive is no longer alive, the Metalton are not Meshubit. And with his Tfisa he is creating a Shibud. Then we say that Tfisa is taking money away from the Bala Mamen. And one cannot make a Shriach to take someone else's money away. And for the reason in our Gemara by Yemar Barachoshu that the Tfisa is taking place after the Misa of the Loive, that the Loive is no longer alive, and therefore the Metaltalin are no longer Meshubit, and with the Tfisa one is going to create a Shibud, for that reason, 
The shuichos is not considered a shuichos. Yemar bar chashu cannot make a shuich. And for that reason, we apply the halacha of atayfes of alchayv b'makim shechav la'achayum waykana. That is the third mahalach that we find in the achreinim to miyashiv the shita of Rashi. Now let's go on to the next sugya. The Gemara brings down the following ma'isa with avimi b'reida bravo. Avimi b'reida bravo avamaski bezuzi bechayzoi. He owed money to the people of Bechayzoi. Shadrinu, he sent the money by Archama Bereid Rabba Baravo. Ozal, Rabchama Bereid Rabba Baravo went, Parinu, and he paid up the Bechayzoi. Omar, who, after he paid them up, he told them, Havuishtara, give me back the star. Omrulay Sitroininu. There was other money owed to us. There was a Milval Pell to us. And we are keeping the money that you paid us for the Milval Peh. And therefore we still have a right to collect the Milva Bishtar. The Gemara goes on to say that the Bechayzoi are Namonim. They have a right to keep the Shtar. Since they have a Migu Diachoyin Weimar Lehoyud Varim they could have said we never received any payment. For that reason, Yechoyin Nami Weimar Satroyin, for that reason they have a right to say, that there is other money owed to us, and we are taking this money for other money that is owed to us. Now to explain what Bechayzoi were saying with that, that they said, Sitroinenu, we find the seeming Machloikes Harishonim. The Ran and Sotu we find in the Sefer Trumas and Sharchaf. Prove from our Gemara that if the Loive owes two separate Chayvais to the Malve, and the Loive is coming to pay up one of the Chayves, and he wants to pay up a specific Chayv, the Malve has a right to take the money for the other Chayv that is owed to him. As the Ran and the Sefer Trumas say that even though the money in our Sugyo is being given to pay up the Milve Bishtar, still the Bechayzoi have a right to take the money for the payment of the Milve Alpeh. That the Malv has a right to take the money for a different purpose than the intentions of the Leiveh, we find in the Rishonim to Mahalchim. The Rashba and Shuvas and Chilk Simon Wamadzain explains that since the Malv has a right to be toyface money from the Leiveh, for that reason he has a right to take the money and decide which chayv should be paid up with this money. And even though the loyve intends to pay up a specific chayv, but since the malve has a right to be typhus, the malve can disregard the loyve. That is how the Rashba explains this halacha. The Balachumas, on the other hand, explains this halacha differently. The Balachumas explains, since there is halacha of eved loyve le'ish malve, that when a loyve borrows money from a malve, he is considered the evid of the malve. And therefore it is up to him to do whatever the malve wants him to do. And for that reason, whatever the malve decides, that is what the loyve is giving the money for. Since the loyve is considered the evid of the malve, and he has to go along with the malve. That is how the Sefer Atrumas explains the halacha of the ran. The Rosh, on the other hand, seems to argue. The Rosh asks the following kasha on our Gemara. 
The Rosh asks, why is it necessary for our Gemara to say that the reason why the Malva is Nemon to say Sitroi is because he has a Migu that he could have said, I was never paid. The Malva should be Nemon without a Migu. The Malva should be Nemon to say that the money was given to me as payment for the Milval Peh. And even had he not had a migu of Adam, he should still be neman to say that the money was given to him as a payment for the Milval Peh. The Rosh goes on to say that the reason why the Malva needs a migu is because we assume that the money was not given as payment for the Milval Peh. There is a Chazaka that one owes a Malva, both a Milval Peh and a Milva Bishtar. We assume that the Malva came to pay up the Milva Bishtar first. And since there is a chazaka, that the money was given as payment for the Milva Bishtar, for that reason, if the Malva wants to say that the money was given as payments for the Milva Alpeh, he needs a Migu. Okhaira from the Rosh one sees that when the Bnei Chizoi were saying Sitroi, they were saying that the money was given as payments for the Milva Alpeh. And that is why they are only Nemon with a Migu. Since there is a chazaka that the money was not given as payment for the Milva Peh, but rather the money was given as payment for the Milva Bishtar. If the Rosh would understand like the Ran, then no matter what the money was given for, the Malva has a right to take the money for whichever chayv he wants. There is no reason for the Bnei Chayzoi to say that the money was given as payment for the Milva Peh. Even if the money was given as payment for the Milva Bishtar, the Bnei Chayzai still have a right to take the money as payment for the Milva Alpeh. So again, the Rosh's Kasha would be back shver. Why is it necessary for the Bnei Chayzai to only be Neman with Amigu? Even without Amigu, they should be Neman, since it is not necessary for them to say that the money was given as payment for the Milva Alpeh. From here, the Nesivis HaMishpat, the Nesivav Chelakei, proves that the Rosh argues on the run. And the Rosh understands that the Malva does not have a right to take the money for whichever chayv he wants, but rather it is dependent upon the intentions of the Loiva. And whatever the Loiva intended the money to be for, that's what the money is payment for. And so too we find in the Ritvan Shfuas and Afman Beisamad Aleph that the Ritvan Shfuas understands that it is up to the Loiva to decide what the money should be payment for. And therefore, according to the Ritva, one has to understand our Gemara, that 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 our Gemara says that Pnei Chizoi were saying Sitroi, what they were saying was, as the Rosh and the Mordechai explain, that they were saying that the money was given as payment for the Milval Peh. And only because of that, as the Rosh understands, that the Pnei Chizoi are only Naaman because they have a Migu. Rabbi Chanan and on the other hand, says, that one cannot learn the Rosh, that the Rosh argues on the Ran and the Sefer HaTrumas. Had the Rosh argued on the Ran and the Sefer HaTrumas, then how can the Tur and Simon Pegimel only bring down the sheets of the Ran and the Sefer HaTrumas and say that it is up to the Malva to decide what the money should be payment for? And even if the Leva gives the money for a specific purpose, still the Malva can decide to take the money for a different Chayv. Had the Rosh argued on the Ran and the Sefer Chumas, then the Torah should have brought down the sheet of Aviv HaRosh. 
So from here, Abal Chanan proves that the Rosh also agrees to the Ran and the Sefer Atrumas. If so, one has to understand, how did the Rosh answer his kasha? Why is it necessary for the Bnei Chayzoi to say that the money was given for the payment of the Milval Peh? And for that reason, they need a Migu. Let them say that the money was given as payment for the Milva Bishtar. And therefore, they should not need a Migu. They should be Neman even without a Migu. To answer this kasha, we find two Mahalchim in the Mepharshim. The first Mahalach is based on that that we find in the Rosh, the following Yisaid. The Rosh and Simon Hay says the following Halacha. That a person is Neman to say that a certain object was given to him as a mashkain for the money that was owed to him. And even though it is not actually his, still he is considered a muxik. But that that we say that he is considered a muxik is only if he says that he received the money midas habaylim, that the baylim gave him the money willingly. Then we consider him a muxik. But let's say he says that he was to face this object as a mashkin, and he took the money from the Bailam as a mashkin, without the Bailam agreeing to give him the object as a mashkin, then we will say that he is not considered a muxik, since he himself admitted that he went and took this object without the Bailam agreeing to give him the object, we will not consider him a muxik. And he will not be neman to say that he was tefaced this object as a mashkain. From the rush, one sees that in order to be considered a muxik, one needs that the object that he has came willingly from the bailam. The bailam gave him the object midaitam. Not if he went and took the object from the owner. Therefore, one can explain the rush's kasha as follows. The Rashi asks, why wasn't necessary for the Bnei Chayzoi to have a Migu? Let them be Naaman to say that the money was given as payment for the Milval Peh without a Migu. We asked that if one says that the Rosh agrees to the Ran and the Sefer Atrumas, that it is up to the Malva to decide what to accept the money for, what the money should be payment for, let the Malva say that the money was given as payment for the Milva Bishtar, but we accepted the money as payment for the Milva Peh. Based on the Rosh Rashitase, one can explain the Rosh's Kash as follows. Had they admitted that the money was given as payment for the Milva Bishtar, even though they have a right to go and take the money as payment for the Milva Peh, but as we said before, Bishem the Tshuva Sarashba, that is only because the Milva has a right to be typhus. But then, we will not see that the money is coming willingly from the leve to the malve. The leve is giving the money for a specific purpose. He's not giving the money for any other purpose. The malve is the one who is being typhus the money from the leve. And therefore, since that the malve is taking the money as payment for another chayv is only because he's being typhus the money from the leve, we cannot consider him as a muxik on the money that he is being taifis. And therefore, of course, one would need a migu. Since he is no longer considered a muxik on the money, the only cash that the Rosh has is let the Malvis say that the money was given willingly as payment for the Milva Peh. 
And therefore, the Malva is considered a mochzik on that money. Since the money was given, midas haloiva. And therefore, the Rosh asks, why is it necessary to have a migu? If the Malva says that the money was given willingly as payment for the Malva Aped, then he is considered a mochzik on that money. And therefore, he should not need a migu. The Rosh answers still, even though he says the money was given willingly as payment for the Milvapeh, he still needs a migu, since he is going Kenegeda Chazaka. Since one can assume that the money was given as payment for the Milva Bishtar and not as payment for the Milvapeh. That is one way with which one can explain the Rosh, even though the Rosh agrees to the sheets of the Ran and the Sefer Atrumas, that it is up to the Malveh to decide what the money is being received for. Another way with which one can explain the Rosh is that that the Rosh understands that really in order for the Bnei Chayzoi to say that there was another Halva, that there was another Milvah Alpeh, that itself should need a Migu. Since we have no prior knowledge of a Milvah Alpeh, and they are the ones who are being Mechadish, that there was a Milvalpa, that itself should necessitate a Migu. The only kasha of the Rosh was that since the Shtar is still Tachas Yodam, they are still holding on to the Shtar, we should apply the rule of Shtarcha Biyadi, my boy. Just like we find by any Leiva who tells the Malva, I already paid you up. I already paid up the money that I owed you. Malva can say, La Adam, you never paid me up. My boy, I am still holding on to the star. And since I am still holding on to the star, you are mechuyiv to pay me. And we will not say, Even though the leve is the mochzik, still the leve is mechuyiv to go and pay the malve as long as the star is biyada malve. And therefore the rush is asking, that so too over here the Bnei Chayzoi should not need a Migu since the Shtar is Tachas Yodam. Since they are still holding on to the Shtar, they can tell the Loive Shtar Chabiyadi, my boy. And therefore it must be that you still owe us money for the Milva Bishtar. But that, that the Bnei Chayzoi can say Shtar Chabiyadi, my boy, is only if the money was not given as payments for the Milva Bishtar. If the money was given as payments for the Milva Bishtar, then they can no longer say, Shtar Chabiyadi, my boy. They themselves admit that the money was given as payments for the Milva Bishtar, that that the Shtar remained by them has nothing to do with the fact that they were still owed money for the Milva Bishtar. It just happens to be that the person that paid up the Milva Bishtar did not yet have a chance to take back his Shtar. The only way the Bnei Chayzoi will be able to say Shtar Chabiyadi, my boy, is only if they say that the money was given as payments for the Milval Peh. Then they have a right to say that from the fact that the Shtar is still in our hands, it must be that we are still owed money for the Milva Bishtar. And therefore the Rosh's Kasha is only if the Bnei Chayzoi say that the money was actually given to be payments for the Milval Peh. Only then does Rosh have a kasha, the wise and necessary to have a migu, let them be nemon with the nemonos of Shtarcha Biyadi, my boy. On that, Rosh answers that even if they will say that the money was given as payments for the Milval Peh, 
since there is a chazaka that the money was given as payment for the milva bishtar, if not for the migu, they still would not be able to taina shtarcha biyadi, my boy, since one can assume that the money was given as payment for the milva bishtar, just the one who paid up the milva bishtar did not yet have a chance to take back his star. That is another way with how one can explain the sheets of the Rosh. Now to explain that, that the Bnei Chayzai were Nehman with a Migu, that they could have said, We find that Tesis and Bavabasar, that from a base, from a base, asks the following Kasha. As we find in the Gemara, the Gemara and Bavabasra says that there is a rule called Migu L'Haitzi L'Ayamrinan. One cannot be mighty Mammon from a Muxik with a Migu. Okay, over here, with the Migu of the Bnei Chayzai that they could have said, they are being mighty Mammon from the Leiva. What happened to the Allah of Migu L'Haitzi L'Ayamrinan? Before we say the Rishonim's Teretz, to the Kasha of Teisvis, based on how the Mepharshim explained the Rosh, Bukhara one can answer Teisvis's Kasha as follows. The Migu is not coming to be mighty Mammon. One is not being mighty Mammon with a Migu of Adam. But rather the Migu is just being Messiah Adam. The Migu is telling us that they are believed in that, that they are saying that the money was given as payment for the Milval Peh. And even though we should have assumed that the money was given as payment for the Milva Bishtar, but the Migu tells us no, that we can believe them that the money was given as payment for the Milva Alpeh. But now they are a regular Muxik on the money. Or they have a regular Taina of Shtarcha Biyadi, my boy. That the fact that they are still holding on to the Shtar is a Raya that they are still old money for the Milva Bishtar. But the Migu has nothing to do with Aitzahas Mammon. The Migu is just necessary to go against the assumption that the money was being given as payment for the Milva Bishtar. Now getting back to the Rishenim's Teretz on Teisvis' Kasha, that what happened to Migu Lohaiti Wayaminon, we find that the Ramban and Baba Basra answers the Kasha as follows. That the Aitzahas Mammon is taking place with the Shtar. The Milva was only necessary in order to prove that there was another Milval Peh. But the actual Itzas Mammon is taking place with the Shtar, and therefore it is not considered a Migu Lahitzi. As we find that Ramnachom and Baba Basra on the Afamabes, base explains that from the Ramban one sees that 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 we say Migu Lahitzi Layaminon is not because we say the Migu is not as strong enough of a Raya to be Maitzi. Since there is a Lachav a Maitzi Mechaveri all of a Raya, one needs a better Raya than Migu. That is not the Pshat. Had that been the Pshat, even though the Migu is not actively being Maitzi Momen, but since one needs the bearer of Migu in order to be Maitzi Momen with the Shtar, Lachera Migu is not a good enough of a Raya Lachitzi Momen. And therefore, we should still say Amaitzi Mechaveri Olav Haraya. So from here, Amnachem says that one sees that Migu is a good enough of Haraya to Amaitzi Mammon. And as far as the Allah of Amaitzi Mechaveri Olav Haraya is concerned, the Migu would be enough of Haraya to Amaitzi Mammon. That that we say Migu Lahaiti Layamrinon is Allah and Migu. That only a Muchzik has a Migu. Amaitzi does not have a Migu. 
And therefore, the Ramban says that since this Migu is coming, Lahachzik is coming to Machzik, the Momin that they already received. And the Migu is saying that the money that they received is being used as payments for the Milval Peh. For that reason, we consider the Migu a Migu Lahachzik. And therefore, they have a Migu. And once they have a Migu, we could even use the Migu Lahitzi Momin. Since again, as far as the Raya of Migu, the Raya of Migu is strong enough to even be Maitzi Mamen. And so to Lechira one season, Teisvis and Baba Basra as well. Teisvis answers the Kasha that the reason why it is not considered a Migu Lahitzi is because they have a star, which the Ktesachishan and Simon Pebase of Katan Yod explains that since they have a star, we will say star ha'im made wigvais kegavoy dami. And even though, as we saw in the Gemara before, on daf pe'alef amad aleph, that according to Beisol, even where one has a star, we still say ha'maytzi mechaveroi all of haraya. In other words, the oim made wigvais of a star is not enough for us to be maytzi mamen. Still, Teisvis understands that the oim made wigvais of star is enough that we no longer consider him as a regular maitzi. And therefore we will not apply the rule of migu lahaitzi loyamrinon. And as long as we will not apply the rule of migu lahaitzi loyamrinon, the raya of migu is enough to be maitzi mamen. And since to some extent, even according to Beis Hillel, ashtar ha'imid ligvis is kegavidami, Therefore, we can consider this migu a migu lahachzik. And since the migu is considered a migu lahachzik, we can even be mighty mammon with the migu. Now let's go on to the next sugya. The Gemara says, Ahi itasa, there was a lady, that shtaris were given to her as a pikadain. Asu yarshim, the yarshim came katavi lemina. They asked for the shtaris back. She told the Yorshim, I was already tight-faced the shtaris mechayim. told her, do you have That they asked for the shtaris back mechayim. And you did not return the shtaris? She said no. If Nachman told her, If so, your Tvisa is a Tvisa de la Charmisa. Tvisa de la Charmisa loikwomi. Now, to explain our Gemara, what exactly the Tvisa of this Isha was coming to accomplish, we find the tremendous Machlekes Harishainim. Tesis explains that her Tvisa was a Tvisa in the Niyar of the Shtaris. She was being Tvisa, the paper of the Shtaris. But there was no Tvisa in the Chay whatsoever. As Teisvis says, Just like one cannot be makna Chayv, just by giving over the Shtar Chayv, but rather one needs Aksiva Umesira, one needs to give over the Shtar Chayv, and also to write a Shtar Hakna on the Chayv, in order to be able to sell a Chayv. So too Teisvis says that the Isha's Tvisa cannot possibly work as far as the Chayv itself is concerned, since the Tvisa is not any better than a Mesira, than just giving over the Shtar Chayv. And therefore Teisvis says that the Tvisa was only a Tvisa in the paper of the Shtar Chayv. 
the Rif, the Rosh, and the other Rishenim argue on Teisvis. As the Lachem Mishnah in Perikid Aleph, Mehochas Malva, Beleva, Lochaches is Medayik. And the other Rishenim understand that there is an actual Tfisa taking place in the Chayv. The obvious Kasha is, as Teisvis asks, is that how can a Tfisa possibly be better than an actual Mesira of Ashtar Chayv? If giving over of Ashtar Chayv is not enough to be makne the chayv, how can a tvisa in ashtar chayv possibly be considered a tvisa in the chayv itself? The Lachem Mishnah, and so to his meduyik in the Me'iri, explain that the purpose of this tvisa was not to be kaina the chayv, but rather the purpose of the tvisa was in order to accomplish that the chayv should not become metal to idiasmi. If not for the tvisa mechayim, after the Misa of the Loive, the Chayv would have been considered as regular metal to diasmi, which are not Meshubit to a Baal Chayv. The Tfisa Mechayim accomplishes that the Chayv will not be considered metal to diasmi. And even though there is no actual Kenyan taking place with the Tfisa in the Chayv itself, but still the Tfisa will accomplish that the Chayv will not become metal to diasmi. That is how the Lachem Mishnah and the Me'iri explain our Gemara. Rechera, one can explain that the Rishenim understand that the Tfisa is taking place in the actual Chayv with a different Mahalach. We find in the Ktsais HaChayshin and Simen Samachvav Sivkatan Aleph that the Ktsais says the following Chiddush. Even though in order to be Kainesht our Chayv again one needs Ksiva Umesira. One needs to actually give over the Shtar Chayv and also to write a Shtar on the Chayv. But still, the Ktsais proves from Tesis and Bavabasra that I involve on a base and so too is a sheet of this mag and Ochas Mekach and Memkar Essen Pei Base. That if one finds a Shtar Chayv and the Malva was Miyayish from the Shtar Chayv, whoever finds the Shtar Chayv can be Zeche in the Chayv itself. As the Ktsuis explains that the only reason why Mechira Shtaris is only Dirabonon, that that one cannot sell Shtarachayv Minatira, and only Midirabonon do we say that Ksivo Mesira help, but Minatira, even Ksivo Mesira does not help, is because the Chayv is considered a Dover Sheinaber Shusai. And as long as the Chayv belongs to the Malva, if the Malva wants to sell the Chayv, we say that since the Chayv is considered Eino B'Rishusei Shalamalva, he cannot go and sell the Chayv to someone else. But that is only as long as the Malva is the owner of the Chayv. Once we have Yosh, that the Malva is no longer the owner of the Chayv, as the Ktsay says, we find that Yosh works, even as far as something which is Eino B'Rishusei, therefore the Chayv no longer belongs to the Malva. Once the Malva was Miyayesh, the Chayv is no longer his Chayv. And since the Chayv is no longer his Chayv, anyone has a right to be Zeiche in the Chayv, and their Zechia in the Chayv will be considered as Zechia Minatayra. And therefore, the Ktsay says, for that reason, one will not need Ksiva or Mesira. Only as far as Mechira Shtaris to do we say that Rabbanon said the only way to sell a Chayv is only with Ksiva or Mesira? Over here, the one that found the Shtar Chayv is being Zeiche in the Chayv Minatayra. And therefore, it is enough for him to be Kain of the Shtar Chayv 
and with the kinyan of the Shtar Chayv, he is Zeichen, the Chayv itself. Based on the Ktsayis, one sees that 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 we say, Mechir Shtar Esther Abonon, and one needs Ksivo Mesira, is only if one needs that Kna of the Malveh. If one needs that Kna of the Malveh, then we say, the Mechir Shtar Esther Abonon, and one needs Medra Abonon, Ksivo Mesira, since the Chayv is Enoi Bershusei Shara Malveh. And for this reason, we find in Teisvis and Bavakama that Teisvis says that if someone went and stole a Shtar Chayv, not only does he have Kinyoni Geneva in the paper of the Shtar Chayv, but he has Kinyoni Geneva in the Chayv itself, even though there was no Ksivo Mesira, and even though Mechira Shtar Esther Abanan, still we say that the Ganef has Kinyoni Geneva in the Chayv itself, Minatira. Since Kinyoni Geneva work without that Kna of the Malva, Kinyoni Geneva are Balkor Chay of the Malva. For that reason, one can receive Kinyoni Geneva in the Chayv itself, Minatira. And so too, one can say in Arsogya as well that again the Rosh and the Rif and other Rishanim understand that the Tvisa of the Isha was a Tvisa in the Chayv itself. Since as far as Tvisa is concerned, the Tvisa, the Kinyin of Tvisa takes place without the Akna of the Malva, and the Tvisa works by Al-Karchay of the Malva. For that reason, with the Tvisa of the Shtar Chayv, one can receive a Tvisa in the actual Chayv. And not only will the Tvisa work to ensure that the Chayv does not become a Taltui Diasmi, but rather the Tvisa will work to give the Isha an actual Kinyin in the Chayv itself. That is another way with which one can explain the sheets of the other Rishenim who argue on Teisvis. Teisvis who argues on the Rishenim, one can say is not because Teisvis argues on the side of the Ktsais and understands that even Tfisa that works without Akna of the Malva, still there is a Chsarin that one needs Ksivo Mesira. But rather one can say that Teisvis understands as the Pnei Yeshua is Medayik in the Ritva. That Tvisa only works midas hamalve, and the Tvisa mechayim only works with aknas hamalve, as he finds that the Avne Miwum in Simen Sadivav Sivkaton Base explains the Ritva, that since this Tvisa is coming to be kaina Kenyan mashkin, in order to be kaina Kenyan mashkin shaloi b'shas halva, since this mashkin is being taken. Not at the time of the Alva. In order to be Kaina Kinyan Mashkin Shaloi Bishas Alva, one needs the Das Abailim. One needs the Bailim to be Makna Kinyan Mashkin to the Isha. And for that reason, Tasis understands that as far as the Chayv itself is concerned, since the Malva is the one who is being Makna Kinyan Mashkin, one would need a Ksivo Mesira. So again, according to this pshat, the machlekes between Teisvis and the other Rishenim is as far as that that Tvisa Mechayim helps, do we say that one needs the das of the loiva to makna kinyan mashkin to the malva, or not? Or Tvisa can work shaloimi das haloiva. Now we find the Rishenim ask the following kasha, Teisvis and the other Rishenim ask, now why does our Gemara say that only if she would bring Edim to Tavua Mineich Mechayim Vayahavis Nialei? Only then will it work. And without Edim, her Tvisa is a Tvisa Delach Misa. 
Which according to Tezvis means she has a migu of a kuach that she could have said that she bought the actual niyar. According to the other Rishayim, she has a migu of a kuach that she could have said that she bought the actual chayv. B'ksivo Mesira. Tezvis answers the kasha by saying the following yisaid. That in order for migu to work there is halacha the migu l'mafreya lo yamrinon. Only if at the time of the actual tainaf one had a migu. Does migu help? In our Gemara, that at the time that she said that she was teifis mechayim, she thought that her saying tfisa mechayim was enough. And she did not know that she has to say that they were teiveya back the shtaris mechayim and she did not return the shtaris. Now that she knows what she has to taina, and she knows she has to say that they were teiveya from her the shtaris, and she did not return the shtaris, it is too late. Now she no longer has a migu. She already said and admitted that she did not buy the niyar of the shtar. That is how Tesavis answers the kasha that would happen to the migu of Akuach. The Rosh, on the other hand, answers a different teretz than Tesavis. The Rosh answers based on that, that the Rosh Roshitasi understands that the migu of Akuach is that, that she could have said that she bought the actual chayv. Since as far as buying the actual chayv, she would only be Nehmanes if she had a Raya that she bought the actual Chayv. For that reason, she does not have a Migu of Akuach. From the Rosh, the Karben is Sano, and so too we find in the Marib and Wave, Chayokimo, Simon, Waman Vav, and Chayok Tawat, Simon Vav, prove that the Rosh understands that Migu Mafreya Aminon. The Rosh argues on Taisvis and understands that even though now she no longer has a Migu, since at one point of time she had a migu, we say migu l'mafreya. And the migu that beforehand she could have said wakuach will work for now. The Achreinim ask that from the Rosh in the end of the first parak above Metziah, one sees clearly that the Rosh understands that migu l'mafreya lo yamrinan. And so too we find that the Ktsais and Simen Kuf Memvavs of Katanyud base. And the Shach and Simon Kufman Vavs of Katan Tesvav understands that according to the Rosh Migul Mafreya Loyamrinon. If so, one has to know why didn't the Rosh answer his Kasha the same way Tesis answers his Kasha with the Isaid of Migul Mafreya Loyamrinon. To explain the Rosh, we find that the Goin and Bira Gra Simon pay base of Katan Hay. And so too, the Shach and Simon Kufman Vavs of Katan Tesvav explain the Rosh as follows. That the Rosh understands that, that she is saying now, that they were Teveah from her and she did not return the Shtar Chayv, is an explanation in that that she said before that she was Tafas Mechayim. That that she said before that she was Tafas Mechayim means to say that she did a Tfisa Mechayim that works. And the only Tfisa Mechayim that works is only if they were Teveah from her and she did not return the Shtar Chayv. Therefore, what she is saying now is just an explanation of what she said before. And therefore, it is not considered a migu mafreya. And so do we find in the Marit and Chilak Aleph Simen Sadi. If one looks carefully at the Rosh or Chira, one can be Miyashiv the Rosh with a different Mahalach. That even though the Rosh agrees to the Sheetah of Taisvis the migu mafreya lo yamrinon, Still, the Rosh understands that this Migu is not a Migu Mafreya. 
The Rosh argues on Teisvis. Teisvis understands our Gemara and so too is Meduyik and Rashi with the Ramaschave Tvisa Dvachar Misa. That since these Shtaris were picadin by the Isha, the only way to see the Isha as doing a Tvisa is only if they were Teveya from her the Shtaris and she did not return the Shtaris. Otherwise, we would just see the Shtaris as a picadin. On the other hand, the Rosh argues on Rashi and Teisvis. And the Rosh understands that even though the Shtaris were by her as a Pikadin, still it is possible to do a Tfisa Mechayim. And one does not need that they were Teveya from her, the Shtaris, and she did not return the Shtaris in order for us to consider her as someone who was Tfis the Shtaris Mechayim. But rather, we will say that any Tfisa Mechayim works. The only Eidos that she could have brought, the only proof that she could have brought, to prove her Tvisa Mechayim was only to bring Edim who would say that they were Tevea from her, the Shtaris, and she did not return the Shtaris. But as far as Tvisa Mechayim is concerned, any Tvisa Mechayim works. And for that reason, the Rosh understands that when she said that she was Tafas, the Shtaris Mechayim, at that point, she was saying that she did a Tvisa without any extra additions, even without her going and saying later, that they were Tevea from her, the Shtaris, and she did not receive the Shtaris, still her Tvisa would be considered a good Tvisa. And for that reason, the Rosh understands that this Migu is not a Migu Mafreya. You have been listening to the Shurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the Daf worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a Daf or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.